Yes. How are you on three in the know three to sixty? We're doing well. We're holding down the fort. Our lovely host, Annette, is not with us. We're here to represent in her absence. And I am honored. My name is Kawan Amayabu to actually um, sit in for Annette. And I really just want to say um, I support everything you two sisters are doing. I want you to continue. So uh, this will be my way of showing support. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Oh, no problem. <laughs> Just as long as you two keep going. Oh, we will. We want to end out the year strong. And today's topic is New Year's resolutions, effective or ineffective. And we just have a few questions to kick around. If anyone joins and wants to add a comment regarding the questions, feel free. So let's get started. All right. So, Cal. Do you make New Year's resolutions? Uh, personally? Yes. <laughs> I do make New Year's resolutions. Uh, I, Whether I succeed at them or not is a different story. But, yes, I, I do make New Year's resolutions. How about yourself? <laughs> I make New Year's resolutions in the past of, actually written them down and I want to go back to that this year writing them down really having accountability to follow forward with the resolutions and then make sure I stay on track because a lot of times when we make resolutions in in January maybe about the second or third week we kind of fall off track and then in March mm -hmm. we never look back at what we've written down at all so definitely right. here, I want to stay on top of it and then have more accountability. Okay. And as far as that's your, oh, go ahead. No, that sounds like the story of us all. Definitely. And as um, as far as your New Year's resolutions, you said that you've you've kept you've kept some of them. You haven't kept some of them. Kept any of them? Uh. I have in the past, and it depends. Uh, I will say on the my level of commitment to the resolution, I would say this year I'm really going to try. And years before, I would say I've been both successful and I've been, I've failed miserably. But, uh, I continue to try to have the resolutions because I, I think it's it's important. It's a it's important to try to improve yourself or to know to, to have some type of gauge. Hey, I wasn't so keen on this this year. Let me focus on it this year. As opposed to some people who just, you know, as they get older, because of their, you know, success failure rate, they just totally give up on New Year's resolutions and become pessimistic and, you know, cynical about it. But uh, just uh, maturation is a natural part of uh, life. So uh, I, 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 I definitely do the New Year's resolutions every year. 
for me, as far as like keeping New Year's resolutions, one I remember keeping is that um, back when I was in graduate school, I said I was going to eat, start eating more vegetables. So I found myself mm. eating more junk food. And I noticed how my skin was appearing when I was eating the junk food. So I was like, okay, I need to cut this out. I need to add more vegetables on my plate than anything else. And so far over the years, I've been ad adapting to that lifestyle, having more vegetables, more so than anything else on the plate. And it's, it served me well when I feel like I'm getting off track. And then just last year, I said that I chewed too much gum. It felt like I was a fiend, just like kind of like people that smoke cigarettes. I was like, oh, I got I to gotta have something in my mouth. I have to chew on something. And I was like, okay, uh, it's ridiculous because I would chew the sugarless gum. You know, the sugarless gum, the flavor will last long, but then it has like the sugar alcohols and cause you have like a little bu bubbling or rumbling in your stomach. So I was like, no, I need to cut this out. Um, so last year I cut out the gum and this year I tried it and I found out that I didn't really enjoy it as much as I did before. So I only, had, uh, only chew gum on two occasions this year. But I know now I'm like, uh, it's not for me anymore. Wow. And that goes along with the maturing, giving up old old habits for new things. I'm glad to see that uh, the vegetable thing and seeing that resolutions actually work sometimes. They do. I guess they work when you when you really feel like you need to make a change and then you actually experience the results quickly. I think a lot of times people regress when they don't see results quick because we live in an instantaneous society like okay we want it now i need to see results now i need to lose the weight now mm -hmm. i need to get the job now the man now the woman now everything right now mm -hmm. i think you ladies definitely are are on the the now part right. <laughs> <laughs> i'm guilty, I'm guilty. I, I definitely uh before before we get off this subject, I, I definitely, uh, my experience goes twofold because when I make a resolution and I actually have someone else involved, like I do it in competition, mm -hmm. uh, like last year, I had a resolution to read more books okay. uh, personally. And I knew that, you know, if you can read one book a month, 12, 12 books a year, you will be in a, the, the upper 80 percentile of people who read. So I, I had a competition with a friend and we just did, you know, whoever could, who could read more books in a year. And I knew um, just the competition itself would be pressure to, to accomplish my goal. Now, I believe we both fell off <laughs> by the fourth month, but at least I had, you know, read those four books. I got to the fifth book and I don't know what happened. The rest of the year was a blur. 2021 went by so fast. So. It really did. Yeah. But uh, just having someone else to, you know, do it with you, I, I would say, um, helps with the resolution. I have a question for you. Sure. Um, I my question is, uh, usually the last day of the year is uh, the time to think about your goals for the upcoming year. So do you write down your goals and uh, share them with others for accountability? I do write down my goals 
as far as like sharing my goals for accountability, I usually only share them with like my mother a lot of times and then with a few family members and they make sure that I stay on track if I ask them to. But as you know, even with friends and family, a lot of times they get busy with their own life and then sometimes they may forget to ask you. So I think the best method is to maybe have an outside party who's not really personally attached to you to like, hey, have you done this? Have, are you still working on that? What about this? More so than friends and family. Friends and family are good, but then only up to, I think only up to a point. Okay. Yeah, friends and family kind of give you that tough love. If you if you're successful, they're you know they're your biggest cheerleaders. But if you're not, they're your your biggest cynics. So uh, that's it. Interesting. Um, the last day of the year usually allows you uh, time to reflect on the past year. What life lessons did you learn this year? I have to say I learned um, three primary life lessons this year. <laughs> and I had to really good? think about them in the last maybe 20 or 30 minutes. So I have to say my first life lesson is that your words can impact you as well as others. And I say that because a lot of times we, the way we talk to ourselves, it can impact what actions that we take. And a lot of times the way we speak to others, if we're encouraging to others, that can impact them as far as like keep moving towards a resolution or a goal that they have, or give them an encouraging word when they're feeling downtrodden. Mm. That's what I've experienced. A lot of times my friends have said, oh, you told me that right on time. Or I need to hear that. That goes a long way. Yeah. And then I know this year I've been listening to a lot of other religious speakers. And the things that they've said have impacted me. Like, oh my gosh, how did they touch on this subject that I've been going through? The word just comes right on time to actually provide a healing for you. Wow. So and that healing is, is important for growth. Okay. I'll have to say my second one is that I've always, I grew up as only child, and I've always thought that, oh, you know, the, oh, I'm, I'm an independent woman. I can do, do everything on my own, even working with um, groups. You're like, ah, I could probably do this faster. But this year has taught me that the importance of partnership and teamwork like the cliche goes, teamwork makes a dream work. And even with this Instagram Live, and Ned and I have been talking about this for years and years and years. Maybe about two years, maybe exaggerating, two years. And we were just, this October, like, okay, we're just going to stop everything. We're going to do it. Good, bad, or ugly, we're just going to go for it and see what happens. And that gave us energy, and we were able to bounce ideas off of each other. And I'm, I know next year will be bigger and better than this year will be more refined. So that's what I have to say. The second one's definitely partnering with others is um, has proved to be important for me when I thought it really wasn't that important. 
And then I'll have to say, the third thing that I've learned is God will bless you at a time when he feels it's right, not in your own time. I know we always uh, know this, but this became more apparent this year when I was trying to reach this goal for the past five years. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And then just this year, it happened. At the end of the year, it happened. So right, God was just arranging the pieces. And at the right time, I was able to reach my goal. Wow. So it wasn't a one-year type thing. You learned that lesson this year, but it, it took you a while to actually get it. Yeah, because, you know, mm. a lot of times you see people around, you be like, okay, it didn't take them that long. I'm like, okay, why is it taking so long? Yeah. <laughs> like, why well, I can't do it? Yeah. But it just really made, made me realize the importance of everyone has their own race to, to run. Some may finish a little later than others, some of them a little earlier than others, but the goal, the main thing is as long as it's that you finish and you don't give up. I agree with that. That's actually one of the goals, our lessons that I learned this year um, through my struggles that, uh, yes, consistency is, uh, is important, but character, drive, and resilience will get you through all the obstacles because, you know, that character, that drive, that resilience, it keeps you moving. And um, I would say, you know, it definitely, that was, that's something that I, I took um, as a lesson as well. Very interesting. Um, could I share some of the lessons that I learned this year? Yes, please do. Okay, because uh, I, I would definitely say um, the lessons this year were, uh, great for me. I personally um, ended a uh, a seven year relationship with somebody that I cared about, um, and you know I walked out of it that relationship, and uh, I felt like I had lost everything. But because uh, of my character, my resilience. Uh, my faith, uh, I believe that um, being righteous, I was able to, uh, the Lord was able to restore me and I was able to rebuild my life, you know, before the year was over. And, you know, I was also able to, you know, start a more healthy relationship with uh, uh, a grown woman. So, um um, that was definitely a, a big thing that occurred to me, a good lesson um, that uh, when you want to have a healthy relationship that, you, you know, you have, you have to be in it with somebody who's whole, who's decent. Um, you, can't, uh, you can't have a committed relationship with uh, someone who's not present. So. Uh, that definitely was probably one of the the 
biggest thing that happened to me, along with uh, the restoration of faith, I learned that uh, you have to have faith in this life. You, you have to have some type of belief because uh, when things go bad, when the people who you think are with you uh, turn out to not be with you, uh, you have to have something to fall back on. You need, pe- you need to have people who will pray with you, who will encourage you, who, who will show some type of support for you no, no matter what. And I definitely, one of the biggest lessons was, you know, faith, having faith, um, going back to the well, drawing water, uh, was something big. In fact, right after this, I'm going to church. So, uh, <laughs> for, a, for a New Year's celebration, I definitely, uh, uh, the lessons of the previous years, whether you succeed in your resolution or not, are, are important. So, yeah. I like what you said. You mentioned um, character, resilience, and what was the third one? Drive. Drive. Character, resilience, and drive. I like that. Yeah. I think those are three characteristics to continue on in 2022. Yeah, I hope so. Well, that's, I think that was uh, one of the things I got from my, my father. Um, he was always uh, a stickler for, you know, purpose and knowing what your purpose is that purpose is what gives you the drive so you know you don't you're not easily tripped up you know you know what you're here for so yeah that makes sense no matter what the obstacles are you know who you are and you keep moving yeah very wise words Um, so, uh, speaking of resolutions, do you have any goals this year? I'd love to hear what, what you got in the works. I have a few goals. I may share just a broad stroke of the goals. Okay. Uh, You don't have to share the whole thing. I'll say the themes. Cross the fingers. Yeah, I'll say the themes of the goals. The first thing that comes to mind is continuing with professional development. I know you mentioned that you read, you had to go one year of reading a certain amount of books. I really want to continue developing my professional skills. Mm. Specifically, I would have to say with public speaking. Because okay. I'm a Toastmaster and I really want to continue improving. And actually, in Toastmasters, they have a pathway program, and I'm in the leadership pathway, and I'm one speech away from finishing. And it's a 20-minute speech. So the goal within the first quarter of the year is to finish the 20-minute speech. Well, I definitely believe you're capable. You and you and Annette, uh, I've I've seen you in this podcast, and you've uh, shown great skill at public speaking. Yeah. Thank you. And I have to say, the second goal 
is to it's a personal goal I would say to not worry so much what are you worried about you know a lot of times we get we let the circumstances overwhelm us and then it keeps us up longer than it should even though we we have the reassurance like okay it's going to be all right but just not letting worry get in the way Mm -hmm. and i believe i can do that with more definitely more prayer and meditation to quiet to really quiet my mind wow yeah okay um Well, I I kind of, in my experience over the years with resolutions, I divide my goals into, you know, the basic goals of diet and exercise versus the overall, you know, um, ever-expanding goals. I... I I don't mind stealing um, resolutions, by the way. So I'm going to take your professional, the one to definitely, you know, improve professionally. And uh, I I run a popular juice business here in Baltimore. And one of our goals this year is to, to not only just produce more, but to also get into more stores. So uh, I have a benchmark of trying to hit, or making sure we hit 20 stores this year. Uh, I would like to, again, ignite my publishing company and uh, publish a book because I I feel like the content for African-Americans is just not there, the relevant content. Um, I sometimes uh, am at a loss for just the, what what we are craving as a group um, in, in the form of art, which imitates life. Um, for example, I I know watching this podcast with you and Annette, and they talk about uh, you you two have spoken about your book, um, Sweet Daddy's Funeral, and you know the content of Sweet Daddy's Funeral is so relevant to African Americans. You have um, uh, a young lady who's talking about reuniting with their father. And you know, only having a limited amount of time before he passes away, and you know, so many in our community are are experiencing you know these these basic things, but um, what's being peddled towards us is you know um, the for lack of better words, is the menstrual, the menstrual show. And um, it, it kind of distracts us from dealing with our everyday issues. And so I want to this year, you know, produce more content, publishing uh, content that's relevant to, to us as a community, black, to black Americans and, and Africans and Latinos. So.
Those are noble goals. Yes. Yes. I try. <laughs> you try and you will, though. A lot of people say they'll try, like, half-heartedly. But I think just taking the down, taking the goals and breaking them down into smaller chunks will allow for success. And as we said earlier, the accountability factor. You definitely have to have someone, if it's friends or family or some other outside mentor, encouraging you along the way, pushing you ahead when you feel tired. Like, oh, I don't feel like it. It doesn't matter where you feel. You just have to keep going. And I'm talking to myself. It doesn't matter. Mm. Keep going. Do you prefer to write down, write it, write out your resolution? I prefer to write it because you can always have a means to refer to it and then go back. Well, my plan this year is to go back and adjust. And just yesterday I was in TJ Maxx and I found this lovely planner, Ambition. Okay, shout out to TJ Maxx. Write down my goals and then refer to them regularly. And regularly meaning like accountability, like if I make a daily goal, at the end of the day, check back and see if I've checked off everything I need to do. If not, add it to the list for the following day. Okay. You definitely set a deadline to complete it. So the detailed list actually helps you better in, in keeping, you know, record of what's what you are actually doing i think i'm gonna go ahead and uh, add that to my because i told you i i will i will steal a resolution i'll go it's coca-cola pepsi to me so um and that might be the reason why you know three years ago i never got those apps that i wanted <laughs> i didn't i I didn't write it down. I, you know, I said, Hey, I'm just going to go to the gym, you know, every other day. And I did that for a week, but I ended up joining Zumba class and being in Zumba class more than, more than working on my abs. So <laughs> I think I will, uh, definitely, definitely, uh, go to try your style of writing, writing it out and, um, my business definitely will um, will will benefit for for and then I think another thing since we're talking about writing it out, writing it out, you'll have a record at the end of the year, you'll look like, "Oh my gosh, look at all these things that I've accomplished, and then the next time the next round this time next year we go live, we'll be able to talk about what we've accomplished and how we're gonna continue on the following year. Um, I would definitely be interested in a, you know, a half a year, uh, recap just to see if we, we stick to these goals. I would, if we can recap and Hey, you know, six months from now, if I've reached the, my 20 store mark or, you know, the, the publishing business is up, I would love to come back and just, you know, chat with you all about it. That sounds like a date. Yeah. But wait, bef before I go, um, I wanted to also ask one last question. Uh, what do you do when you fall short of your resolution? When I fall short of my resolution, 
Oh, like, do you just give up? Because that's what a lot of people do. And that's what I was saying at the beginning of this conversation. You know, some people fail so many times at these resolutions mm -hmm. that they just, you know, they become cynical and pessimistic and, you know, they don't want to do it anymore. And they, you know, it almost becomes, you know, depressing to be around them. It's just like, this isn't for... It, it, this is a maturation process for improvement. We all are fallible. Right. So what do you do when you you don't succeed at your resolution? You fall short of your resolution. With me, it eats at me. So I find another way or technique or I listen to something or someone that motivates me. It's one guy. Oh, my gosh. David Goggins. For our mm. Navy SEAL, he gives you a kick in the pants. No nonsense, no excuses. Like, I don't care how you're feeling. He's run marathons, broken legs, broken toes, everything. He's like, mm. hey, if you want it, you go, off, you go after it. You go get it. You fail, you get back up. What's his name? David Goggins. Okay. Let's see, I'll put it in the comment. So you're saying finding, you know, mo motivating figures to get you back on track. Yes. Definitely. He's on Instagram and he's, you always see him working out and then it's like, okay, stay hard. No matter what. Okay. So don't go to the ice cream. You know, okay. You can, Keep going. If you go to the ice cream, don't beat yourself up so much where you was like, oh, shoot, I'm, I can't do it. Just pick yourself back up the next day. Or like, all right, yep, I messed up. I just like this one <laughs> on another like music subject with, um, what's his name, Big Sean. Like, he has this mm -hmm. one song, like, last night I took an L, but tonight I bounced back. We do. We take L's. We get right back up. Okay. That makes sense. That's that's uh that's character driving resilience. I like that. I think you should put, write it, or at least make some type of mural so you can always see it. Okay. Maybe this um, classroom, or maybe both at home and your classroom. That's something I can uh, definitely. Uh, it's a. It's a personal motivating thing for my that helps me uh so i definitely can uh use it if you will to if that's something that motivates people in their resolutions because you know um we all are you know fall short sometimes because it's that's a it's that's a good way to think of it. Find someone, someone who can get you back into that, that train of thought. All right. Okay. Go butterfly says we fall down, but we get up. So true. Get right back up. All right. Well, uh, that's all I got. Um, do you have anything for me? I don't. It's been a lovely conversation. I want to thank everyone for joining us, and I hope everyone has a prosperous, safe, 
healthy new year. Yes, and I second that emotion. Um, enjoy it. And uh, good luck. Have faith. And go to it. Let's go. Bye. Right. Celebrate you, sisters. You sisters keep going. I really love this program. Thank you so much. Till next right. time. Yes, until next time. It's an honor.